The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times. That's right, turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston in Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter, just go to sportsgoingpodcast.com slash survivor. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talon jenkins joined with our host we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight i'm doing fantastic here three reasons here first of all even though i bet against them my, my fly guys come out big up a two nothing win over the vancouver canucks there <laughs> carter hark in the shutout then uh the phillies are up 10 nothing so we're able to record this a little bit earlier than expected big blowout win there and most importantly my boy t-bone's back so i don't have to be the primary host here so i can just take a take a back seat oh. while, while talon takes over well maybe we should uh expect uh, to record earlier given the fact that the phillies are an absolute wagon seems like every time i look at the score they're just they're just dominating the competition have they lost in the postseason yet they lost once. They they were I think they were up three or four nothing, and the and the Braves came back. They they've lost one game. Oh, yeah, well that's good. Looking good. Look like the best team yeah. to play out so far. Um, sure. Yeah. As for myself, I'm doing all right. Still recovering. Uh, yeah, I had a good uh, betting weekend too. I mean, Saturday hockey was good. Saturday college football was excellent. Finally had a winning day in college. Uh, Sunday sucked in NFL though. That that I knew regression was coming. It came all at once. Uh, like. Every freaking game, almost every game was just a, a bad result for me, futures-wise and bet-wise. Uh, so that sucked, but still, awesome, awesome time. And uh, happy to be back, though. Back to business. Hell yeah, man. We're all kind of back in the norm here. Uh, for myself, I'm doing good, yo. It was a busy week last week. I was telling the boys before we recorded here, I've been on in like a week. Uh, I moved. You know, new apartment, same building, new apartment, but still was a bit of a shit show during the move, so I missed an episode that day. And then just working midnights, man, it was a kick in the pills. But either way, glad to be back. The girl and I are all settled in at the new place. We're absolutely loving it. I feel like I'm in a bigger space. Record. Is there an echo? Like, does it sound I, I, I was just about about about? to say, you, you sound a little bit echoey. I'm not sure if it's like a, a yeah. combination of like a possible better internet connection. But yeah, you, you sound a little bit echoey. Yeah. Okay, that's where you know we got to get more like shit hung up and stuff. So hopefully that won't be too big of a thing. Anybody listening, uh, sorry. But uh, either way, it's going. Other than that, we're doing good. Uh, I'm with Julie. I had a great Saturday in college. Uh, Sunday, I actually had a decent Sunday in the NFL. Yesterday, I took a kick in the pills when it came to hockey, bro. And then the Sunday nighter. Uh, we're not gonna talk about football. You know, we don't we don't talk about the Monday nighters. You know, that's a little upset with what happened. My goddamn Chargers just. Just they stink. They just find ways to lose football games. That's neither here nor there. But yeah, I had a good Saturday when it came to gambling, a good Sunday. And then just Monday was an absolute shit show. But you know what? 
It's good to be back, boys. I missed you. I've been chomping at the bit. We've been talking in our group and stuff a little bit, and like, goddamn, I can't wait to record. So very happy to be back, very grateful, and ready to uh, keep this ball moving, baby. Hockey season's back. Uh, Julie, your trip. You want to you talk about your trip a little bit? You have a good time, or what's up? I did, yeah. I, I talked about it a bit yesterday already. Um, yeah, yeah, excellent, excellent time there. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, maybe maybe ask Ryan, is that is it is it strange to ask to – the bartender to put a hockey game on one of the screens um, in the states. I, I I don't watch hockey out. I I can't watch a hockey game out. But yes, I, I would imagine, especially in San Francisco, that it would be huh. uh, unheard of for them to yeah. put a hockey game on. They probably, uh, they probably they look at you get... like you're insane. Yeah. Well, you know what, uh, Shark? He, he thought it was hilarious that I that I did that. But <laughs> you know what they had on? They had on like fucking breakdancing competitions on one of the TVs. So what? I think they can afford to to put a hockey game on with, with the. Uh, yeah, I just I just thought that that was uh, strange that it would be strange to ask to put a hockey game on. I mean, it's it's not that obscure it's... of a sport. Is that where we're at? We're like, you know, like what, we got Jabberwocky shit going on that beats the NHL. Like, what's going on in the Ryan? This is your country, bro. What are we doing I, I, here? It's uh, out in California. It's 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 a different different vibe out there. I I can't speak to that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, anyways, Jolie, glad to hear you had a good time, America. We're just asking you get your shit together. Let's get going here. Um, all right, let's keep it moving here. Everybody, go check out the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. Obviously, hockey's back. Uh, it's been absolutely friggin' sweet the past week, you know. And we got what do we got? We got friggin' I don't know another couple like shitload of months left. I forget how many more months are left in the NHL season, but there's a bunch of them. We got at least like 78 games left for most teams. So hockey's gonna be doing its thing. We're all super stoked for that. Uh, we got football. Football's going on. It's rock and rolling in the NFL. A little bit of controversy, but I'm sure there's a different podcast for that. Uh, college football has been absolutely electric, though. I've been having so much fun watching that shit. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. I bought a fucking 75-inch TV. Mm. It is it is electric, bro. I'm sitting here. I'm looking at like there's this plays and the, you know they're doing a booth reviews. I'm like, no, nah, this guy's in bounds. I'm looking at. It. I'm making the calls before they are. I can't wait for golf season, bro. I'm gonna be reading these greens like come the Masters. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna, yeah, this putt's breaking four inches to the right. Anyways, TV's absolutely sick. Shout out to my girlfriend for letting me buy a 75 inch TV. Um, anyways, yeah, so you can find all that at the SGPN website. Baseball's going on. Ryan, what's up with the Phillies? Baseball playoffs. What do we got going on here? I mean, yeah, we got we got. Joel in on the Phillies now talking about other wagon. I think I think you said you were you're all in on the Phillies last week or two Hell weeks yeah. ago. So we're we're a pro Philadelphia show here. It's, it's just just waiting for the World Series. This feels like back in uh, 2010 when the Flyers took down the Bruins, coming back from three nothing, beating the Canadians was just you know it, it was going to happen. They were going to make the final. So just wait for uh, October 27th is Game One of the World Series. Nice, dude. Nice. We'll keep. We'll definitely keep posted on that. Uh, I don't want to jinx it or anything, but like Phillies win, I want to see Ryan just absolutely buckled one of these shows. That's gonna be awesome. The Margarita Monster returns. Mm. Uh, all right, so uh, go check out the SGPN website. Find all the information there. Uh, read all the articles. Everyone does a kick-ass job the articles. Gilbert, you pumping out any more recent articles lately or anything uh, or what? Doing, doing a weekly uh, fantasy hockey piece on Sundays, looking ahead at the uh, the week ahead of what teams play the most games and what players pick up for those teams. I'll have some uh, things here and there for, for futures and some, uh, I think the uh, Heritage Classic or whatever is Saturday, so maybe mm. get an article up for that. 
Oh, right on. That's cool. Be sure to check out that. Go check out Ryan's stuff. Awesome. Ryan does a great job. Uh, listen to all the other shows, man. Everybody does an absolute blast. It's the best time of the year. Uh, NBA. Is the NBA on? I saw. I was going, walking to work the other day and I saw a bunch of people uh, going into the Scotiabank Arena. They're all Raptors geared up. So is it preseason? Is NBA officially happening? What's up still with that? Still preseason. Still preseason. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, they're having a good day. Everybody looked like they were bumping, having a good time. So that's cool. Uh, anyways, you can check all that out on the SPN website. Shout out. Uh, and of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, baby. The Discord has been absolutely electric. We got people throwing bets. We got people having a good time. We got people with clown fetishes in the Discord for crazy. <laughs> there's, people, there's people that want to fuck clowns in the Discord. But you know what? That's okay. Everybody's having an absolutely awesome time, dude. So that's what makes our channel the absolute best, bro. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. It's been so much goddamn fun, and we're only one week into it, dude. So I cannot wait to see what the rest of the season has. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, first of all, you're not making money. Second of all... You're missing out, bro. It's so much friggin' fun. Uh, if you want to get in the Discord but you're not in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan uh, on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you into the right direction. Uh, give me one second here. Or what else you can do, you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account where our social media assistant producer will be sure to point you in the right direction. We got to love that social media uh, our snap, assistant our producer. SMA. Yeah, exactly. Our SMAP. Fucking right. Our SMAP, the social media distant producer, he's been absolutely fantastic. That is hard to say, but it's worth it because this guy is putting in the effort. This guy is this guy's killing it out there, man. So shit, I hope we should have pointed you in the right direction. Uh, or what else you can do? I'm going I'm keeping this simple. This is one where I don't think I'm done. You can fire over a telegram. Get a telegram going over to our boy Jolie Meyer and his old fashioned ass will be sure to get a telegram and fire it right back to you and he'll be like, you know what, man? That's how you get into the Discord, baby. Yeah, I mean, telegram sure. like the old old form telegram or the app yeah exactly no oh, is there an app oh, telegram oh, i didn't know i definitely don't have the app <laughs> i didn't <laughs> he, know there was he, app, you just have the, you just have the old form <laughs> and yeah make sure you do all that and make sure you subscribe to the hockey gambling podcast had, a, had plenty of uh new listeners and no, thank, thanks to you guys as well as our loyal listeners of course uh, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review we do have a new one we're reading at the end of the show so make sure you stick around for that and uh, you know, I don't want to. I don't like to tout us too often, but we we've been moving up, moving up the charts. We're the number eleven hockey podcast in the country as of today. So Hell yeah, that that's incredible to see up there with with some big names. So we appreciate all you guys listening, sharing, joining joining the Discord, joining the community. It's uh, it's been a blast. Let's be clear. That's your country. That's not our country. You know? No, uh, 121 up in Canada. There's there's I guess there's <laughs> that's still pretty good. 110 more hockey podcasts up north. That's still pretty good. Don't get me wrong. But hell yeah, that's absolutely awesome. That's sweet to see. Uh, okay, quickly, we're going to jump into our lock dogs and totals from the last time we were all together. Boys, this was a little grim. We had a we had a little bit of a tough go here. We're going to start things off. Ryan uh, did the best of us. He was 1-2, and two, uh, down 0. 0.8 units. Uh, Julie was 1-2, and two, down 1.95 units. And I myself, I had a tough go. I was 0-3, down 4 fucking units to start things off um okay ryan you want to quickly run us through yours yeah i'll I'll kick us off here i'll hop in that time machine i use so often in the discord to go back and and post some winning parlays there um my lock was a tampa bay lightning against the nashville predators i thought that line came down a bit too much uh minus 166 they won they pulled out that win nashville pressing them late but uh a good win there pittsburgh puck line was my dog did not win whatsoever so that was not a uh, successful bet for me. And then I had the 
Sens Canes under six. I believe that was a five three finals. That that wasn't close either. Myself, I faded the Blackhawks hard and in, in multiple ways, including the Pens team total over three and a half for the lock, which uh, did not hit. I honestly don't really remember the game. You know, it was a week ago now, and uh, my total was the Hawks Pens over six and a half. Also didn't hit, obviously. And my dog, though, <laughs> I got lucky as shit with this one. Uh, Flames were totally outplayed by the Jets, and it was a tie game with like two minutes left, and then Lindholm scored um, with like a minute, I don't know, 49 to go, something like that, uh, to get the regulation win. Um, but yeah, Jets, Jets were the much better team there. I, I got lucky there. Hopefully, uh, I'm going to make some better bets here going forward. All right, I got skunked, and I'm going to start this off with my lock. But I got to preface this by saying a Canadian superstar, a Canadian legend once said, if you were to give the United States an enema, you would stick the hose in Pittsburgh. And this makes sense because the Pittsburgh Penguins played like ass against Chicago. I had Pittsburgh in regulation. They got absolutely their shit kicked. I forget what the total was. Uh, anyways, for my dog, I had Nashville plus 140 against Tampa Bay. Uh, it was Honestly, it was a bit closer. I think like it was like 3-3 with like 10 minutes left in the third period or something. Tampa went up 4-3, and then I believe they got an empty netter to make it 5-3. So that game was a little bit closer than we thought. And then my take of the Leafs coming out slow out of the gate. I had Toronto-Montreal under 6.5, minus 110. That was just fucking stupid. Like Austin Matthews had back-to-back hat-tricks to start the season here. The team itself defensively looked a little bit sloppy, but that doesn't help betting unders. So the under 6.5 and minus 110 my total was not good boys gentlemen can i ask for one second of your time i i went 0-3 to start the season here and i locked dogs and totals and i want to say i prepared a statement so with your guys permission i would like to read such statement what if we said no then i put a lot of work into it so i'd be a little <laughs> less <laughs> all right the floor is yours okay thank you ladies and gentlemen In a world firmly connected by globalization, the traditional conception of national pride is subjectively withered and obsolete. The long-taught values of family and community that forged the foundation of our modern society has decomposed to a rotting glimmer of hope kept alive by the weak and the optimistic, one and the (laughs) same. In the habitated trenches we refer to as a normal life, our our social bands and influences are pieced together by the true consciousness in charge, which is ourselves this show and more importantly this community is my trench this battle for success is my western front and our collective knowledge of hockey gambling is my artillery starting this season 0-3 is nothing short of failure the embarrassment is overshadowed by feelings of hatred shame and the desire for ruthless redemption it's this feeling that i promise to remember it'll be the skin wrapping my fiber in space the skull keeping my brain in place and the adrenaline forcing my mind awake. We are united not by race, religion, sexual orientation, or beliefs, not by location, politics, wealth, nor faith. We are together because we simply choose to be. Choice. It's an ugly path that leads to a beautiful destination. We all choose to be here. We all choose this lifestyle. And as of today, I choose to win. But not for me, not for my brethren host on this show, but for all of us. Because this is what we do. We win. 
We choose to thrive when we when others choose to perish. We fucking conquer. We are the Hockey Gambling Podcast, and we are gambling. And I will not be going 0-3 for the rest of the goddamn year. I am marking it now, boys. That was a mistake. That was a fuck-up. I owe everything to you, to the listeners, to our friends and pals, to you two hosts, to the network, and to myself. This will not happen again for the rest of the year. I fucking love it, brother. They're the powerful, very powerful words there, Talon. I think I'd be a good dictator, you know. Did you write that yourself? <laughs> the first part didn't sound like you. No, I wrote it all. I got the paper. Really? I can I'll send it to you. Yeah, hell, bro. Hell yeah. No, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Good stuff. Let's go. Let's go. But I need it. All right. Anyways, we're getting into ads here. And of course, because I went 0 3 to start the show, it means you got to listen to my dumbass read ads. So let's get rocking and rolling. Uh, SGPN second chance of Survivor. Uh, you already knocked out of your NFL Survivor? Well, don't worry. I know you suck, but we got you covered with the SGPN second chance Survivor. Uh, presented by Corey Pigston and Barking Dog Properties. Arf. Uh, get $3,000 up for grabs. The winner takes all. Uh, it starts this weekend, so you can sign up now with sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Uh, also, the NFL Gambling Podcast guys are doing a review contest. Leave an Apple Podcast review with your favorite TD-related bet for this weekend. Uh, the biggest winner gets a $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure to include your YouTube username in the review so we can contact the winner. Uh, we are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, man. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football teams all season long, unless they're the Chargers and they're just going to break your fucking heart. Uh, Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them, Scorchers, and enjoy a spicy hundred times pale, baby. Whoo, meow. Uh, and for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. Uh, $100,000 Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will reach 10K each. Uh, toss out an underdog spicy play you like. They are the higher the lowers, which uh, that's what we're not supposed to read. But either way, that's going on. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Uh, when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. The Underdog Fantasy promo code is SGPN. We repeat, that is SGPN. Boys, did you catch all that? Woo! That, that, that was fantastic, that one. Uh, did I miss Absolutely. anything? I don't know. You you know, whatever. You don't want us to miss shit, make your ads shorter. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're getting into some news here. I feel like I've been talking so much, so I'm just going to read through the first one you guys have talked about. It. I guess you discussed this a little bit last show. Uh, word has officially came out from Montreal Canadiens forward. Kirby Doc uh, is out for the rest of the season with the torn ACL and MCL, which was suffered in his game versus Chicago to start the season. Um, that sucks, bro. You know, I think we uh, we talked about it. The, what, what was going to be a successful season for Montreal was to have a lot of these younger players Take a step, go forward, prove that they can be, you know, great NHL players. And a guy like Kirby Doc definitely has the talent to do so. Uh, this sucks for him. This sucks for Habs fans. So we're sorry to hear it, boys. Any uh, any little additions to add there? Yeah, I mean, we, we mentioned it last night. We weren't sure what the injury was. And, and now it's been confirmed that's a torn ACL and MCL. So out for the rest of the season. This is probably going to be something that, that affects him for the rest of his career. Knee issues are, are not, not very easy to deal with, especially as... As someone as big as Kirby Doc, 6'4", 212. So, you know, it's a big, big boy there. A lot, lot, lot of pounds uh, down on the knees. And, yeah, it's just disappointing because the Habs, he was one of the guys they got back in the uh, – who did the deal? I, I forget what trade it was, but but, but they got him in, as a part of their rebuild. You know, the big boy to go next to Caulfield. Could be a nice, nice line there. But it, it's it's unfortunate to see, really, because he, he could have really taken a big step forward this year. Already had 
two assists in, in his first two games. Uh, so, you know, t- t- tough go for him in the Habs. He's uh, one of their better players through the first uh, couple games there. Um, and it sucks, especially because he already missed a year with, with a different injury. Was it Achilles or something? But it, it knocked him out a whole year. Now he's going to lose another year. And, that, yeah, those kinds of injuries linger, and it's tough to come back from them. But hopefully he makes a full recovery, and we see him next year for uh, the Habs' sake and for his sake. Um, yeah, because he, he's, he would be a key player for them going forward. Still a, still a young kid. And, um, yeah, it just sucks, sucks to see it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, keeping things rolling along in the Atlantic here. All this is kind of about the Atlantic. But anyways, next one, there's some news coming out of the Ottawa Senators for camp regarding uh, RFA unsigned Shane Pinto. Uh, reports are Shane Pinto did depart the city of Ottawa. He returned home to uh, Franklin Square, New York. Uh, allegedly, what was coming out was saying that the media was just a little bit too much and he might as well be kind of out of sight, out of mind. Well, this whole, uh, I don't know, dude. I guess situation takes place. Um, word around is that the Sens are kind of looking to move on from Eric Brandstrom, uh, defenseman. I think he has a $2 million cap hit. Uh, I remember I was reading something the other day, dude, and it was saying that uh, Coach DJ Smith isn't really playing him too much and not rostering him, which I don't necessarily know if that's a good thing. I thought everybody was stoked about this Brandstrom guy, but if they're trying to get rid of him to kind of sneak in Shane Pinto, I don't know. I feel like the whole, why the hell did you bring in Kubalik when you didn't have to? Why are we signing Tarasenko to all this money when when you still got these two guys? You got to, I guess, kind of get situated within the lineup. So uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts here, boys? Nothing too crazy, but. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what we've been saying the whole time, what you just said. Why did they bring in Tarasenko at $5 million? Why did they bring in Kubalik at $2.5 million? That could have very easily just, just, you know, gave to Pinto instead of having to, you know, have this animosity between the player and the team, between the budding, budding young player and the team. He, he looks like he can be a, you know, legit right now third third line center, if not second line center for the, for this team that, you know, needs centers with Josh Norris still out. Um, so, yeah, now they either probably have to give up on Matthew Joseph, who's 26 years old, solid depth player, or or Brandstrom, who's a former first-round pick who's still RFA next year in order to get Pinto there or wait for an injury or something. But the Sands are just screwing themselves in the situation. I mean, hopefully, hopefully they can get a deal done for him. But, I mean, in, on Saturday's game, they were chanting, we want Pinto. And they were up 5-2. Like, they're, they're winning, and they want to get this kid in there. So... I don't know what they're going to end up end up doing or how long this is going to go on until he signed. I think they'll get it done eventually. Uh, moving on from Brandstrom makes sense. He came over in the Mark Stone trade, I believe, from Vegas. And, yeah, they, they had a lot of hope for him originally, but he hasn't really worked out. Uh, it's been a few years now of trying to get him um, consistent minutes, but it's, it's not happening. It's not working out. So, yeah, moving on from him would make sense, uh, given they have, they have some depth there on defense now. Um and yeah, Shane, Shane Pinto getting him signed is 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 more important than keeping somebody like Joseph or Branstrom. So I I do think that logic will win out here, and Pinto gets signed one way or another. Um, all right, last little bit of news we got going on here. Uh, we we try not like we don't like dealing with like rumors and shit on the show. We try to kind of keep it on. Hey, this is firm. This is what's actually happened. But this one was a little bit too juicy to kind of get away from. Uh, there's been some reports that the Boston Bruins are kind of interested in kicking the tires on uh, looking a little bit towards Steven Stamkos's way from a trade kind of uh, 
I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say here. A trade, a trade. So uh, that that would be a little bit greasy. I don't know. Have you guys watched like Boston at all this year? Obviously, it's only been a couple of games and stuff, but we know that there's a little bit to be desired when it comes to the center position. How this would work in the salary cap, I I couldn't tell you. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, the Bruins kind of got to get something going on there. I mean, they they're still not as bad as a team as. You know, maybe some people were down on them a little bit, but you look anytime you got like a guy like Pasternak, they got two absolute goalies. Charlie McAvoy is an absolute star. Brad Marchand's still on this goddamn team, so like they uh, they can still contend. And a guy like Stamkos might be what it takes to put him over the edge. Maybe just any solidified centerman, I suppose. What do you think, boys? I I don't think the Lightning end up trading him, especially in division, unless they just completely fall apart. If if Vasilevsky has like mm-hmm. a, like a like a, a setback with his injuries, um, Stamkos has been day to day. He's injured himself right now. He, he did not play tonight in the I think overtime loss uh, up there in Buffalo. But yeah, uh, from Boston side, like they've already shook shook up their lines. They 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 put a uh, Matthew the, the rookie there at second line, Zaka top line, Coyle third line. Like they have. They have pieces they can move around, but they're not great pieces, and that's kind of what the Bruins are right now. They're they're a team that's built through through the back. They have Allmark, they have Swayman, they have good good defensemen there, but their forwards outside of Pasternak and Marchand aren't great. So obviously, getting someone like Gastamkos would be huge for them, but I I can't see that happening unless they pay up pretty good for him. Right, that's the key here. They would have to pay up a lot, and the the Bruins don't have a lot of assets. I mean. They don't have a first this year, I'm pretty sure, after, uh, you know, buy, you know, mortgaging the farm to get uh, those guys last year, Bertuzzi and Orlov and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, they, they don't have a lot of uh, prospects. Maybe Fabian LaSalle gets it done, but he isn't exactly, um, you know, his, his own development has kind of been stunted. So, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of hope there. So, yeah, the Bruins just don't have a ton of assets. I, I don't see this happening, but... That if it does, that that'd be great for me. You know, having a ticket on under lightning <laughs> and uh, some Boston futures. So, yeah, selfishly, I hope it happens, but I don't. I don't think it does. Would they? Would it really be that? Like, I know it would be like a significant amount, but like we're not talking like anything crazy here. I mean, the guy's a UFA. His contract's up after the end of the year. The team has shown interest in not signing him. So, like, how could Tampa be? Unless there's a bidding war, how could they kind of be asking for a position of strength? You know, like, yes, yeah, Steven Stamkos reserves a decent return. He's a hell of a player. He always has been. He always will be. But, like, it's not like we're looking at a guy in his prime with, like, four years left of term or anything like that, you know? How would Boston afford him anyway, like, with the, the cap? Yeah, ex- that's a good yeah. point. Exactly. Right? One of those goalies, maybe? Or, you know, yeah. Tampa needs a goalie. Or if they have someone on LTIR that magically is healthy when the playoffs start, they could they could pull one of those. <laughs> Are we doing that again? Yeah, I mean, well, every, every 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 good team does it. Every every good team finds a loophole. Yeah, Stamkos did it himself not. too, right? Well, yeah, isn't he one of those old yeah, TR guys? I, I think Cooch so, yeah. was. I don't know about him, maybe, but I don't know. Either way, it's all speculation. Chances are, it's not going to happen, right? Like, who knows? But. Um, okay, boys, that's it for news. Nice little quick segment here. We're going to jump right in. We got two games set for Wednesday, October the 18th. It's a monster slate in the NHL on a Wednesday. Boys, you ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. What the fuck was that? The two-game slate. What do you want? 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's fair, actually. You're right. Uh, okay, first game on the docket here. Uh, we got the Washington Capitals against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is a 7 o'clock. Game itself is in Canada. It's not in Ottawa because the team still doesn't have a fucking arena in their own town, but whatever. Uh, Ottawa on the money line sitting at minus 66. Uh, Washington on the money line at plus 140. The over-under is a 6.5. Uh, over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. Ryan, you're a big Sens guy. Yeah, you're a big Claude Giroux guy. Why don't you take this one away for us? Huge sense guy. I'm a big sense guy here on Wednesday night as well. Big enough to uh, take the puck line. Minus one and a half, plus 150. Uh, Senators are just, you know, I think a much better team up and down uh, compared to Washington. Washington is one and one so far. They got shut out by the Penguins uh, for nothing in their home opener. And then they had an undeserved shootout win against the Flames there on a Monday night. I was on the Flames there pretty heavy. So, yeah, Capitals just have have that look good. Uh, think they have the worst expected goals for percent so far this season. Obviously, just just two games, but 35% is uh, is pretty shitty there. Meanwhile, Ottawa's you know more more in the middle of the pack, 50.32. Ottawa two, you know five two wins over the Flyers and the Lightning. Um, they've been playing good at home, so I think they they keep it up here. So give me the sands and the puck line. I don't hate laying the minus 165, but I, I think at plus 150 the puck line is the better play, and I'm torn on the total because Ottawa is, is an over team, but I, I don't know if Washington has the firepower to, to score. Ove- Ovechkin had no shots on Monday night. So I'm going to really? pass, pass on the total and uh, go with the Sens puck line. I agree with all of that. Um, my line is only minus 163 for the Sens, but uh, I think that there's a lot more room for that to go up over the course of the season as we learn more about this team. And the the opposite is true for the Capitals, where uh, I think that their their rating will go down as we get deeper in the season. So I think uh, we're looking at this line now, and, you know, maybe in a couple months it's more like minus 190, minus 200, something like that, because uh, I think the Sens are a good team. Capitals are not. So, yeah, uh, everything that Ryan said is accurate. So that's that's what I like, too. I like the minus one and a half as well, because if, if they are a significantly mm-hmm. superior team, then um, they should win by margin. So the plus 150, I like that. But I only played the money line so far. But, uh, yeah, team total as well. The Sens have a lot of firepower. And the Capitals, yeah, they're, they're weak offensively. And still figuring things out with a couple new pieces there. Uh, the, the, the departure of Orlov is, is pretty significant. Um, so, yeah, give me the sense here. Again, like Ryan, don't really have a feel for the total. If anything, maybe the, no, no. <laughs> I can't play an under in a sense game. <laughs> Not until we know what happens with the uh, corpus salad and if he's any good mm-hmm. after all. So, yeah, just, just the sense side for me. All right, who's got the intermission going on in the background here? What are we doing, boys? Uh, must be Jolie. Oh, Jolie. It's the abs game. You can hear that? Yeah, we get, but what are we doing? We're we got, supposed we, to be a professional show, for Christ's sakes. What are we doing here? We got Ray Ferraro talking in it. the fucking background. Ray Ferraro is going to sue our ass, yo. We did, we're just not supposed to be on our show. <laughs> <laughs> come on razor um for myself yo yeah I, i'm really with you guys everything you just said you kind of got to go with ottawa here especially at home man these fans have been showing up with the new owner too you see him in there he's sitting in the stands he's chased he's fucking kissing hands and shaking babies he's having a good time and, and the fans are into it dude the people are showing up they're electric the fine folks out there in canada are having a good time so there's something to be said for that the, the boys are buzzing yo and uh, it's like you said too this ottawa team is definitely just a better team 
into Washington, plain and simple, on paper, off paper. I don't know what the stats say, but I'm sure they probably say the same thing, yo. So uh, give me the sends on the money line at minus 166. Like Julie said, later in the year, we'll probably see this hovering at a, at a much higher number, 190 or something like that. So I'll take this for sure. Um, and uh, these guys, are, or Joel is a little hesitant. I'm not. I'm going to lean towards the under at six and a half in this game. And I'll tell you why. Um, Corpusella needs to solidify himself as a starting, not a starting, but like the guy in Ottawa here. You know, they traded, they signed him, they gave him a shitload of money, uh, and they give him a chance too. It's like, come on, take the reins. We're begging you to come away with it. And this is a game where you're playing a team like Washington that, yeah, they're not in the tier of like a, you know, a, I don't know, a Detroit or a, or a, sorry, Columbus or someone, just shit teams like that. I'd say they're in the lower middle tier. They're a step above. So this is a team that you should be beating. Let's go get a dominant win and make some saves. Also, my boy Timmy Stutzel. Timmy Stutzel's getting a little bit of the Michael Bunting treatment. I think all these, uh, the rumors and speculation of the dives and all this stuff are starting to come out a bit. Uh, he's not necessarily drawing the penalties that we saw him draw last year, albeit it's only been about two or three games or so, but that'll uh, take away from a bit of power play time, which makes me think that, uh, yeah, why can't we have the under at six and a half at plus 100 here? So give me those two. Um, okay, moving down to the final game on the docket. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Motor City, baby, in Detroit. Uh, Pittsburgh on the money line sitting at minus 130. Uh, Detroit on the money line at plus 110. The over-under is a 6.5. Overpaid off minus 125. The under plus 105. Mr. Meyer, I know how much you love the GM slash president out there in Pittsburgh. Why don't you take this game away for us? Yes, uh, the king of Pittsburgh. Uh, the, the city of Toronto <laughs> did not give him the keys to the city, so uh, he switched towns. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, once again, I, I think I like the chalky side here with the Pens. Um, I mean, my line's only minus 122, but uh, I think the Penguins are, are starting to play a little better. I mean, they, they played a total dog shit in that opening game, but um, they're starting to find it, handle the Capitals comfortably, and then they, um, they beat the Flames comfortably as well. So th- those are two... Uh, I mean, especially the Flames, I think, are a good team. So, yeah, I, I like that quite a bit. I mean, the Red Wings, though, they've been spicy themselves. Um, took care of the Blue Jackets easily. They almost beat the Devils. Devils were just bailed out by Jack Hughes almost single-handedly. Um, how about Timo Meyer being benched, by the way? Uh, that, that's a strong signal by Lindy Ruff there. Uh, he has not been playing great, obviously. I mean, the, the, the Devils as a team have not been playing great. They're just being carried by Jack Hughes. Uh, but anyway, for this one, yeah, I like the pen side, but more, more so I like the over. You know, I think I'm gonna be betting a lot of pens overs at least while it's the line is under seven. Uh, um, pens are gonna be, uh, you know, a very, very wild, wacky team. I think uh, with Carlson in the lineup as well. I mean, they were an over team last year, but you add Carlson to the mix, you're gonna get a lot more chaos in both sides. It's both both ends of the ice. So yeah, over six and a half years is a good look. The Red Wings have also been uh, scoring. Oh, let's go. Half scored. Um, <laughs> the Red Wings have 13 <laughs> goals in three games, and uh, yeah, they're, they're, I don't think they're great defensively either. And the the goaltending is still suspect. Billy, Huso, if he starts this one, so yeah, and and Jari too. I don't think that he is uh, quite back to his old form yet. Uh, he, was, he was bad last year. Um, he hasn't been terrible so far, but but still, yeah, there's a lot of question marks there. So yeah, over six and a half would be my my look in this one. Yeah, I don't. Uh, as far as a side concern, I'm not. I'm kind of leaning to the Red Wings at, at plus 110 as a home dog. They they they've played well. Play, they played well against the against the Devils. There probably should have got the win, six four win over Tampa. Dominated them shots 42 25, and then they've had a big road win there in Columbus, four nothing shutout. 
but Pittsburgh's also, you know, kind of been impressive as well after their season opening loss to the Blackhawks back to back wins four nothing five two. So, but I I can't trust the Penguins in a game like this. I, I kind of hate this is this is a matchup on a game on a night where there's only two games. So I'm probably going to force myself to bet it, especially because it's a national TV game. But uh, that's why I'm probably going to take the over over six and a half minus one twenty five. Uh, Jari's look great, but but Huso has not. So I think uh, both teams could put up you know three or four goals here, maybe get a maybe get a four three overtime game, something like that. But lean to the Red Wings and lean to the over. No night game. How about that East Coast bias? They oh just, my god! There, there's been, there's been, it's, I, I, like the past week. It's been like three or four nights where there's no night game. Last night, yesterday, tomorrow, there's five games. They're Sunday. all at seven. Yeah, they never learn. They never learn. Yeah, that's bullshit, man. Say so, yeah, let's watch five games at once here. What are we doing, Bush League? Um, yeah, for myself, it, it's a shame, dude, because like this is I, I don't know about you guys. Anytime I look and I see like Pittsburgh versus Detroit, you just you get thrown back to what was it? I guess like late. 2000s or early you know 2010s whatever you want to call them and these stanley cup back-to-back matchups that you had there should be more to this game but unfortunately we're just definitely not seeing that with the two teams we have in place here when it comes to a side though i'm kind of gonna go with my guy ryan man i'm leading detroit on this one you know they've been good jolie touched on it they put up what i think like 13 goals in three games or something like that um i fucking hate billy Huso so much but i still i gotta ride with him a little bit and even if he's not playing i fucking hate james reimer even more but hey i'm still going with it i'm riding with their wings on this one i think they'll be good at home you know detroit fans they do show up you know i know it's been a little bit ugly the past couple of years but those guys are still crazy they'll have that building rocking uh and then pittsburgh man yeah they there's been a little bit to be desired here they played a bit better i know they started off slow in the first game but um yeah there hasn't really been too much that kind of stood out to me obviously against uh, Melkin are doing great um but yeah anyways i'm going with detroit as far as the over under i love the over at six and a half here you always told my point with the uh the 13 goals in the three games here for detroit and then pittsburgh too you got gunsel you got Melkin. they're tied for first in points uh in the league tied with elias patterson and then uh Three Maple Leafs up there, you know, Tavares, Nylander, and Matthews. I just figured I'd throw that one out there. But those guys are having a hell of a start to the season as well. So uh, I think there will be goals here, man. So the over six and a half and minus 125 is very enticing. And they give me the wings as home dogs plus 110. Let's go. Oh, fuck. We got to do ads more? Holy shit. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, we are brought to you, proudly brought to you by Game Time. Uh, yeah, you're stressed out trying to buy tickets? You know where you can buy tickets? Say you're going, I saw a thing the other day. I'm not going to say that. Never mind. You got to buy some fucking tickets. You can buy them on Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Uh, with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Uh, you know, you can browse through the Game Time app. You know, you can find stuff. Like, what do we got? I think, I think. I don't know if it was a few weeks ago. I think Tool played Toronto the other day, you know, and you know me, I was hard on that game time looking for tickets, right? You know, and I was at work, so I couldn't go, but I said, hey, that's a hell of a deal. And you found that on game time, baby. Um, so, yeah, you can get flash deals and last minute tickets, like easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Uh, you can get images of your seats. That is something that is worth noting, too, because there's nothing worse than buying a ticket. Like, what the fuck are we going to be seeing? What's this view going on? Well, this actually shows you, so you know what you're getting into. Uh, lowest price guarantees, uh, event cancellation protection and job loss protection i don't know if you get fired they reimburse you or something i don't know but anyways that's cool too 
Uh, game time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. I forget planning months in advance. Game time is deals, and all tickets right up to the day of the event. Uh, exclusive flash deals, like we said, for everything. Uh, you know, get images of your seat, all that cool stuff. Tickets sent directly to your phone as well. Uh, you can buy them in a matter of second. It's two taps, and then you are set. So be sure to go buy all your tickets from Game Time. You can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Uh, terms and apply again create an account and redeem code cfbx for twenty dollars off download game time today for last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed baby uh if that wasn't enough for you we are also proud to be brought to you by hall of fame bets win bigger by betting smarter this nfl season with hall of fame bets the sports betting analytics platform for parlays player props and game lines and anything we love more than Betting parlays with analytics. Gotta love that. You can research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Uh, enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame uh, bets. Revolutionary parlay optimizers tool to get hit rates broken down by legs. I heard they might do crypto too. I'm not too sure. So keep an eye out for that. As well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Uh, sort all players with hit rate from any bet to learn which players are hot and which pick has value. Uh, stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app and visit hofbets.com use code sgpm to get 50 percent off your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets baby hell shit was that okay was that good i mean gilbert Gilbert, you still take the cake, buddy. Don't get me wrong. So no, I mean, no, no one can be made when it comes to ad reading. <laughs> I can't wait till Jolie gets skunks and has to read all this shit. Um, all right, we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna go through. What? What are you gonna say, Joel? Oh, I don't expect a presidential address like like you you did there. <laughs> hey, I owe it to all of us. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, okay, we're doing an NHL Stanley Cup draft. This is something we've done through the past shows. We're, so we're going to do a snake draft. We're each going to pick a couple teams here. I think we have eight teams in total. Uh, we're going to pick them, and, you know, hopefully one of our one of our eight teams will win. The, could you imagine if we had 24 teams picked and none of them won the Stanley Cup? No, I can't. That would be absolutely terrible. So, but uh, at the way our locked dogs, the totals went at the start of the week. Who knows? Maybe that could be the case. But anyway, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to go in order based off our locked dog total success from last show. So Ryan gets to go first. Julie will go second. I will go last. Um, we'll snake draft this. Anything else you want to add here, boys? No, just uh, you're, you're picking a Stanley Cup winner. Uh, you're looking for one team here. Very simple. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Gilbert, kick us off. All right, uh, I'll kick us off then. I have a, uh, I'm just going to go with my uh, my Carolina Hurricanes. I think they have... Uh, this could finally be their year if they just uh, put it together. They have one of the best odds. So, gonna go there with uh, Carolina. Oh, that's uh, that's a good pick. I was thinking you might go with the Oilers. Um, I will go with the Oilers. I think that they have the uh, well, they they do have the best offense, objectively speaking. Um, Atcom being out early on is not is not doing their defense any favors. But once he gets back, they'll they'll be. Uh, more solid on both ends of the ice so yeah give me give me the oilers here i think that they are uh i think we're uh, we, we plan to do a hot take hamburger segment mm-hmm. here uh, <laughs> but uh we, we never got to it but one of mine was that it, this is the year this is the year a canadian team wins the cup nice we'll, we'll have nah, more two game that. slates for for hot takes we'll have we'll have plenty of time i like that the hgp hot take hamburger was going to be a thing we were going to do we'll, we'll beg that one we'll get back at it um for myself i boys come on Give me the Leafers. Let's go. You're, everybody's talking about, oh, this is the year for Canadian teams. Like Julie said, well, you know what? He's right. 
But I'll tell you what, he's wrong about where that team's going to be. It ain't going to be in Edmonton. It's going to be in Toronto, baby. So give me the Leafs. Uh, and then I guess snake drafts so I'm up again. You know who I'm going with here? And I don't know. I have heard nobody talk about this, but give me the fucking Golden Knights to repeat. Why not? This team's still absolutely sick, dude. Goaltending is a little bit to be questioned here, but they're essentially rolling it back. It's been the same thing I'm saying. Yes, it's hard, near impossible for teams to repeat in the NHL, but we saw Tampa do it. I believe in this Vegas team, so give me the Knights. Well, Talon got his Leafs. I'm going with my ass. I think this team is better than one last year. We got more depth. Um, I'm going to hopefully healthier. If this team is healthy, I think that they all go deep in the playoffs, so ass in the West as well. Take the yeah. Flyers, Gilbert. Um, maybe, maybe with <laughs> maybe with the last pick, I'll take the Flyers. But I, I, I'm glad Talon took the Golden Knights because I thought I was gonna get get stuck stuck between them and uh, another team here. I'm gonna go with the New Jersey Devils. So I'm gonna corner Ooh. the market here a little bit on the Metropolitan Division. Uh, I think they're. I, I think Joel probably would have taken them if if the Avs weren't there. But uh, yeah, I think that they have definitely what it takes to to win it all this year. So Devils. And then um, torn between two teams with my other pick. I'm gonna go with the Dallas Stars. I think this could finally be the year. They have they have all, all the ingredients. They have the goalie. They have the defenseman. They have the goal scorer. So have the rookie. Have the young guys. Have the veterans. So give me the Stars with with uh, pick seven. Um, kind of. I was del- deliberating between them and another team here. Um. Hmm. I think we're going to have to go with the Bruins. I mean, this team isn't that different from last year's team, who were clearly one of the best teams we've ever seen. Sure, losing Bergeron is massive. We'll see what that uh, does to the whole team as a whole as the, as the season goes deeper. But they've looked fine so far through through a couple of games. Not not the strongest opponents, but still. Um, yeah, I still think that this team's very good. They have the best goaltending tandem in the league. Oh, definitely a top three defense in terms of uh their their top six guys so yeah give me the give me the bruins here you take them over the uh broviate union the, the, go- the goalies uh yeah yeah well sorokin i guess on his own just just <laughs> does it but i think that uh swayman is a better backup than um varlamov at this point okay mm. uh for myself Give me the Rangers, man. This is a team I've been high on for the past two seasons. I might as well go for a third time. They burned me twice here, but I feel like eventually one of these years they're going to get into the dance. And, you know, why can't they go off? They have the goaltending. They have the offense. They have the defense. So, yeah, I I, I like New York. Um, And then for my next one, maybe I'm jumping the gun a bit on this one, but I do kind of like it as far as a team once they get into the dance. We talked about this on the preview. Give me the Jets, bro. A lot to be excited about with the signing of Hellebuck and with Shifley here. Hasn't necessarily looked too pretty to start the season, but hell, man, it's a long goddamn season. Uh, much like the Rangers, I believe the talent is there as well. Hmm. Now I have to think a bit more. Uh, I mean, I'm really tempted to take the lightning here. Mm-hmm. I think I will. I think I'll take the Lightning just because they have, you know, all the pedigree, all the upside. You know, once Vasilevsky gets back, hopefully he's, uh, his health is all right. And then getting Stamkos back to this team becomes uh, much more threatening. So, yeah, I guess I'm I'm almost cornering the, the, the Atlantic, except, uh, of course, we're going against the Leafs. Yeah, uh, I was hoping the Lightning would fall to me there, but, but they're not. Um, you know, I think, think we're ending the nearing the end of a tier here um give me the kings with, with my first pick here i think the kings mm-hmm. out west well, they have they have the defense they have the defense down in the middle so like the kings there 
my second pick here. You know what? Just, just in case they win the cup, I want to have some consolation prize. Give me the Penguins. <laughs> yeah, the old boys. The old boys could get it done yeah. still. Um, back to me. I will go with the Flames. You know, you know, I like yeah. this team. Uh, Markstrom mm-hmm. looks awesome again. Flames have been up, up and down. Like they, they look great against the the Capitals, but absolutely pitiful against the Jets. I didn't, I didn't see the much of the game against the um, the Penguins. I think it was, uh, but they were outplayed there as well. But Markstrom, you know, if he's, he's back to his old uh, Vezina caliber self, then this team is what it takes to go all the way. So yeah, give me the Flames here. Okay, um, for my. F- First, okay, before I do this, I swear to God, my first four picks are the same first four picks I had last year when we did this thing. So, <laughs> I'm a little worried about that. Uh, give me the Canucks, bro. You know, I'm a Thatcher Demko guy. You know, Rick, Rick Tockett has these guys playing. You know, they're playing. It's been a couple of ugly matchups for the Oilers, but what do good teams do? They find a way to win. And, you know, these those two wins they got against the Oilers, those are Rick Tockett wins. You know, you beat the piss out of him and win 8-1 or something like that. And the second one, you get absolutely outshot. But you know what? You find a way to get it done. So that's what it takes to win in the playoffs. I do like that. Uh, and then for my next one, we're getting uh, a little bit to the nitty-gritty here. You know what? Sometimes you got to keep it boring. And, you know, I, I like boring. There's nothing better than boring every now and then. So give me those boring-ass New York Islanders here. Yeah, we're going to go Washington? Is that what you're going to do there? No, no. I had another boring team that uh, I'm not sure if any of us are going to take till to the last round. Just kind of, kind of as a bit. Well, I'm not going boring at all. I'm going with the Florida Panthers. I mean, they were just in the fucking cup final. And once those guys get healthy again, and the Bobrovsky goes in another tear in the playoffs, then this looks yeah, like okay. a steal here this late in the draft. Um, so, yeah, Florida Panthers, they have they have immense talent, and they, they've shown that they can do it. I mean, they were a bit fortunate in that run, but still, uh, that, that this late in the draft, I think that that's a good pick. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go boring either. I'm going to go with, with two teams that have high ceilings and, and kind of low, low floors. Uh, I'm going to go with the two Atlantic teams, the Buffalo Sabres and the Ottawa Senators here. You know, if, if they get, get in the dance, they can, they can make a run. So give me, give me these, these two teams. Hmm. Hmm. Um, who do we have left here? We got the, we got the Ducks, we got the Sharks, we got the Coyotes. <laughs> Uh, no, give me the Seattle Kraken. Seattle Kraken. Uh, yes. Uh, they were all right in the playoffs last year, beat the defending champs, the Avalanche, and uh, gave the Stars a bit of a push there in round two. So, yeah, with, with this team's depth, and if Grubauer can do what he did last year, then, uh, yeah, I think they they can go deep. Uh, tough start to the season already, lo- losing three in a row. But uh, they are all playing the Avalanche right now in this one, in the, in the second period here, even though it's just two, it 1-1. One, one. But, yeah, Kraken, I think, are uh, another good pick here this late. Okay, I know I said, I think I said I was against both of these teams at one point here, but, you know, we're, we're getting a little late in the draft there here. Give me the Minnesota Wild. There I'll you take go. the mild. There's I'll the take boring. the mild here. Exactly. I know yeah, I couldn't leave him because I know Joel would take him because he loves him so much, so I had to scoop <laughs> him off the board here. Uh, and then for my next pick, oh, kind of torn between two. <sighs> I wish I had a coin rate. I got a guitar pick. Let me flick a pick here. Give me one second. Actually, this pick I'm using, I got from uh, Alice Chain's concert. So that was pretty cool. Uh, okay, so we are taking the St. Louis Blues. 
team that's supposed to go on a run, not this season, but you never know, man. They got some potential there. Maybe they can catch lightning in a bottle and if they get to the dance, you know, hey, Bennington's won a fucking cup before and, you know, he's going to be fake punching guys and scaring the shit out of people. So that's good enough for me. All right. Well, at this point in the draft, I don't think that any of these teams are winning the cup, but uh, the best team remaining, I think, is the National Predators. Uh, you know, Roman Yossi, UC Soros. Few young guys up front. Philip Forsberg's had a strong start to the year, so yeah, give me give me the Preds here. Embarrassed today against Edmonton, but the Oilers will do that to a lot of teams, especially coming off of uh, two embarrassing losses to the Canucks. So yeah, I, I, I like the Preds here uh, this late. Yeah, I mean, we said we were going to do eight teams each because that's pretty much what the realistic contenders are, but it's a little bit shorter than that. Um, a few teams left that you know have better odds than this team, but I'm just going to close it out. You guys got your teams. I, I'm getting the Flyers here. <laughs> the Flyers the final. <laughs> M- M- Mr. Irrelevant, Philadelphia Flyers. I love that. Why not, Gilroy? Take a shot in the dark, eh? You just got something to cheer for. Love that. Okay, you want to run through our list quickly here? Yeah, so I have the Hurricanes, Devils, Stars, Kings, Penguins, Senators, Sabres, and Flyers. Joel has the Oilers, Avalanche, Bruins, Lightning, Flames, Panthers, Kraken, and Predators. Talon has the Maple Leafs, Golden Knights, Rangers, Jets, Canucks, Islanders, Wild, and Blues. Hell yeah. I, I would say Joel probably has, has the best chance there. I it, think so, too. His, his, first, his first six are, are really strong. Even the Kraken, even the Kraken with, with the seventh pick is good, too. Yeah, I know they started off a little soft, but that's not bad at all. And then last pick, you know, the the Preds, they're the Preds, right? So you never know. But great goaltending. You can't you can't mm-hmm. get that away from him. So uh all right, boys, that pretty much wraps. Anything else you want to add on here, or is that pretty much good? Uh no, we're good. All right, obviously we only had a two-game slate, so we're gonna keep our lock dogs and totals until next show. So be on the lookout for that. Uh okay, everybody, go check out the uh, wait. I, I guess we're fuck. We're not doing consensus plays. We did two picks. Who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. Down the sports gaming podcast. Sorry, right, that's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. We got hockey. Absolutely, it's been an awesome start to the season. Cannot wait to see uh, how things progress when we get a little bit further down the line. Uh, NFL has been absolutely sweet. Chargers are still winning the division. Fuck the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> college football has been absolutely awesome too. We got baseball playoffs that have been electric. Let's go Phillies, yo! If you're listening to this oh. show and say you're kind of impartial to baseball, you gotta jump on the Phillies bandwagon here. We support each other. We support our boy Ryan Gilbert. Let's go. We're all on the Phillies bandwagon. Uh, what else? That's pretty much. It. I'm sure there's other stuff going on in sports, but anyways, those are that's all we're kind of gonna talk about for now. Soccer, Julie, what's up? Everything going good with you and your soccer teams? You guys liking that? Yeah, the the Germans beat the states here we're on an international break the germans beat the the states three to one in julian nagelsmann's first game in charge of the national team der mannschaft die mannschaft rather bless um, you yeah. so yeah that, 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 that was a good win but we're back to the domestic schedule coming up on saturday cool right on man glad to hear uh all right you can find all that information at the sgpn website check out ryan's fantasy articles as well he's absolutely killing it he's doing an awesome job with those um, and listen to the other shows, man. You know, it's best time of year. NBA's doing its thing. All the sports we said are going to be doing their thing. So this is it. it, it I know we said this a while, but it doesn't get better as a sports fan, man. That's that's how you do it. So hell yeah. Um, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord as well. I can knock it over it, bro. It's been a fucking awesome time to start the season so far. So that's absolutely sick. Uh, keep it up, boys. Everybody in there doing a hell of a job, man. So shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Lots of new faces. New faces. 
Maybe they got to learn the rules a little bit. Maybe they need a little bit of... Somebody's got to take them out to the woodshed every now and then. But, you know, that's that, that makes you tougher, right? We give you the gears a little bit, and then that's that's how that goes. So, hell yeah. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money, and you're not having a good time. Um, uh, if you want to get in the Discord, but you're not in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. You can also reach out to the HGP Twitter account, where none other than our social media assistant producer will be able to point you in the right direction as well. Can't fucking... Buddy, uh, we'd be nothing without that social media assistant producer. Guys been absolutely killing it on there, so hell yeah. Shout out to them. Uh, they'll point you in the right direction as well. Or what you could do is you can... You can don your don your most beautiful natural predators jersey and you and joel meyer can be cheering on the preds together all this year bro and when you go down to nashville you'll find my boy there sitting in a bar just drinking some whiskey and you're sitting there and be like hey hey, you joel myers i noticed you with your i don't know who's there with your ryan o'reilly sweater on hey how do we get into the discord he'll be sure to point you in the right direction baby so hell yeah ryan o'reilly's a traitor to both the leafs and the abs (laughs) not not re-upping the either team Fair enough. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter there at Hockey SGPN. And make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple or Spotify, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review, just like A. Hudson Sooner did. Uh, five stars. Welcome back, NHL. Love these guys' insights and laughs. This is the true hockey podcast. Ryan, Joel, and Talon are a perfect complement to each other. It's comedy, it's hockey, and it's fun. I missed it. Glad it's back. We didn't Hell go anywhere, yeah. buddy. I was going to say, we've been grinding it out all summer. We've been here. <laughs> <laughs> there are some ugly shows, though, bro. Oh. We'll give it that. So we understand <laughs> if you did not come along for off-season festivities. But hell yeah, we're excited to be back, too. So we already appreciate that review. Leave some more, yo. Keep those reviews coming. Those are awesome. It makes us look good to the big cheese up in charge as well. So hell yeah, just pump those up, bumper tires. Uh, all right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter, Talon underscore Jenkins 94. Boys, it's good to be back. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Amar, and you'll find me putting in a Phillies bet to win the World Series. Let's go. Let's all do it. Let's do it. I love it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Said. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.